It's finally here. He's finally here. The backup catcher of the century. Victor Carantini has been signed by the Houston Astros. We have a backup catcher. And he plays other positions. We're going to talk about this on an extra edition of Locked on Astros. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on X at Locked On Astros, or you can find me at Eric Talkstros, and you can find Brett at H-Town Wheelhouse, and we are the Locked On Astros podcast. And Brett, uh, I'm super excited about this. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was scrolling through X on my bed, in my bed earlier, and I happened to see this, and I'm like, I'm almost asleep, but let's go ahead and do this. I'm excited about this. The Astros have a catcher, and um, we're going to talk about this in a second. Uh, Brett, where else can they find you at? I was like, well, thanks. Go ahead and tell them, tell them where they can find me at, Eric. Um, they can find me. I mean, dude, you can you can find me anywhere. I mean, just look for H. John Wheelhouse, and if it's me and it's got this mug, if it doesn't have this mug and it's got some random woman from overseas, it's not me. It's a scam. So just look for me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, X, and um, Instagram. And look for me at Stroh's411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Always Stroh's. No, Jake Myers is not being traded, guys. Come on. He's our everyday center fielder. They said that earlier. We covered that. Stop it with the rumors. Stop it. All righty. According to John Heyman, uh, we do know how many years that Victor Caratini will be with the Astros. And so uh, we were 10 years, $180 million. Uh, no, you got to go ahead and do it with the Dr. Evil. $1 million. Uh, but it's actually, that's not a lot nowadays. Um, oh, $1 billion. Anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about this. But before we do that, I want to take a second to thank everybody that uh, is taking time at 1049 at night to listen to a bonus edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. We don't do this uh, without y'all. You are the backbone of Lockdown Astros Nation, and we thank you for becoming everyday or someone that listens to our podcast every day. So please, please hit the subscribe button and help us get to 20,000 subscribers. We are trying to reach for the stars, and uh, we are doing that with your help. And so make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Wherever you listen to your podcast, check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. And we're going to go ahead and continue this all offseason, baby. And the offseason is officially started. Dana Brown worked his magic. And uh, I can officially report that Victor Caratini, very, uh, sorry, uh, Caratini is now going to be a Houston Astro for two years. It's officially um, okay. reported. And uh, I think they're just waiting for a. Um, uh, him to pass a physical, but I think the deal is going to be um, confirms. Yeah, no, look this this is a great um, this is a great signing. I know that he's probably not on everybody's list of who we could sign, 
but Eric mentioned him. I mentioned him on the show. Not only is he a not only is he a catcher, he's a first baseman, he's a switch hitter. I mean, um, he he can do all kinds of stuff. Eric, this guy is he's he's a veteran. He's a seven year vet, like you have listed here um, on the side. I think getting him is great. And I'm gonna I'm gonna quote my guy um, Mitzi from um, Twitter. Um, ben he writes for Baseball Prospectus and. He basically said he was super excited about this because he was expecting an Austin Hedges or something like someone that would get a league minimum. He said Carantini has real skills, above average weighted contact skill, above average 105, which is 95th percentile exit velo. He's a free swinger. Most importantly, he's a plus framer by almost all accounts. So this is a great secondary catcher and it's better than what a lot of the experts are saying they expected he is also from puerto rico um and so he's part of that puerto rican catcher like there's a lot of catchers from puerto rico and what this means we'll talk about later someone else is not coming back for sure Yes, um, he also had experience of being kind of a mentor for Willen Contreras last year with the uh, the Brewers. So he was kind of the the backup catcher for that situation. So now he's going to come over and be the backup, the mentor to Yiner Diaz at the same time. And this guy probably was not cheap. Uh, this isn't not a guy that's going to be working for peanuts. Uh, last year, he made $2.8 million. So I think, especially with as good a season as he did, somebody said he had 1.6 war last year. Uh, actually, he had a 0. 0.7 war last year, but his OPS plus was uh, 95, which is way mm-hmm. better than Martin Maldonado. He has a career 84 OPS plus. He has a career 2.1 war. So he had seven home runs last year, 250, uh, 259 batting average. His OPS was 711. Uh, so um, maybe he'll go shopping at that store with that OPS. Seven, seven, eleven, seven, eleven. Sorry, bring uh, back to the '90s rap. Yes. So uh, I'm guessing, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, he probably had to get a little bit of raise. So I'm guessing maybe. Uh, if he made 2.8 million last year, I'm guessing two years at three, maybe 3 million per year. So maybe 6 million for that deal, maybe with the signing bonus to kind of just, uh, add a little bit of money there, but the Astros went out there and they got the guy they wanted. And we heard that Chandler Rome said that he would be a good fit for, uh, what they needed. And he's somebody that could play first base. Uh, he's, um, somebody who can. Uh, play catcher and he's just he's um he's played he's made 18 major league starts at first base and so he's somebody that can help at multiple positions he can play dh so i think that this is a good deal for the houston astros we'll see how much money it is uh but now the astros have a little bit less money to go out and get that reliever and whatever else they need, because they only had five million to deal with. So if that's three million, that's all. Well, that's two million left. So so here's so here's another thing that people are speculating. People are speculating that that, that the Astros are in on some serious discussions with Hicks with Jordan Hicks. 
There's another rumor that's flying around that I don't know how substantial it is, but there's another rumor flying around that if they were to get Jordan Hicks, they would deal Ryan Presley, who's owed $14 million this next year. Now, I know when I sent you that message, you were like, you hated it right off the bat because you don't want to lose Ryan Presley. But the only way they could sign someone like an Eric, Aaron, uh, Aaron Hicks, Jordan <laughs> Hicks, not, not Aaron Hicks, not that guy. The only way they could sign a Jordan Hicks is if they got rid of a salary like that. And if they did, you can imagine the value he might have for this next year because he's been elite. Now, I'm not advocating or saying that I'm for this. I'm just telling you what is being speculated out there. But there is real traction right now as far as the Astros having real interest in Jordan Hicks. So those talks, apparently, from what I'm hearing, are on the uptick. But we don't know anything concrete or definitive with that. And, and again, Jackie, I'm not saying Presley's gone. I'm not saying Presley is going. I'm just saying it would make sense if that were in play because you're going to bring Hicks on. You're going to pay him. That's going to throw you over the tax threshold, which means you've got to release some salary. And it's not going to be Myers. It's not going to be anybody else. It will be someone like that. So it's just speculation. So don't quote me on that, but we'll see what happens. I mean, for us right now, this is exciting. So let me tell you, it's a lot more exciting than a team, than us saying, oh, we can't talk about who we talk to. Like this whole like Otani thing is so lame. Like it's getting old. It's the winter meeting should be exciting. It's like, you can't say you talk to Otani. It's kind of, it's kind they, of stupid. They should do like the HBO does hard knocks with uh, Shohei Otani. They should have everybody... I mean, you can't have all the details, but just have Otani. Oh, yeah, I'm going to meet with the Dodgers right now, and I'm super excited. I'm super – like, they could well, be making we a lot of money with this. They haven't released the details of his surgery on his elbow. They right. won't even release the name of his freaking dog, Eric. Come on. Like, like right. I get it. I get it, Otani, but come on, bro. You're getting a little yes. too big for your britches, buddy. So we'll go and continue this conversation in a second. Uh, we'll talk more about Victor uh, Caratini, what he can offer the Astros, um, uh, not just for this year, but the next year. And uh, we'll go ahead and talk about what this means for another former catcher for the Houston Astros. Hey, y'all, thank you for tuning in. This is Locked on Astros, and this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. That's right. Score early this NFL season. Actually, score early before the playoffs because they're right around the corner. America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right, $150 if your team wins. The Astros, I mean the Astros, the Texans take on the Jets this week. We know that's an easy dub, right, Jet Boyer? That's correct. So if you're going to pick the Astros and they win, you know what? On a $5 bet, you get $150 in bonus bets. That's right. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, why are you waiting? It's an app that's easy to use. They have betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the mid-season to the NFL leading to the playoffs. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Guys, check out the first ever uh, 24-7 streaming platform. It's called Locked On Today, and it has all the news across uh, not just baseball, not just NFL, 
not just NBA, but any news you need, it's 24-7 streaming on YouTube. You've got to go check it out. You'll have experts across baseball, uh, all sports like us. And so just go check it out. It's called Locked On Sports. locked on sports today and uh, go check it out 24 7 on youtube all right hey eric hey yes. eric, real quick i just found this out um for what it's worth astro stats put this out on twitter victor carantini had a plus six catcher framing runs in 2023 yiner diaz minus five martin maldonado minus 17 runs so but now martin maldonado is a good catcher he is he has declined. We no. discussed this, Eric. Don't don't get the dude. It's a little too late to piss people off right now. But um, but it's never too late. That's great. This it's is, never this too is late locked on Astros after dark, baby. We can piss people off. Come on. We have a hundred people watching smoke. live. Go and press that of, like button. What kind of question is this? What kind of question is this? Do you see this? Look at this. What? Hold on. I can't. Why won't it? It won't display the here we go. Um, look at this. Is Carantini? Come on, man! What are we doing? What are we doing? Let me go and put. I'll go and while I'm talking, I'll go and put his picture up there, and y'all can go ahead and he is not answer that yourself. <laughs> y'all are wrong, man. Y'all are wrong. But uh, here smoke. is our thumbnail for today, so y'all can answer that for no, yourself. Gunsmoke, you need. I, I think Gunsmoke needs to do 15 push-ups right now. I, I think you need to be. And locked on Astros timeout. That'll be a new thing. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, I mean, typically, I guess stereotype. A lot of catchers are typically big bones. You, you, so no, okay. <laughs> we're not going to get. Okay, stop, stop. This is going yeah, down fast. And yeah. he says, "Is he thick?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, we're going off the rails right now. Yes. So let's it, go. Hold on. on. I, hold on. Mike says this. Does Carantini have intangible and non-existent positive traits? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you you said let's go live. This is great, bro. Yeah, is that, go ahead. Yeah, I thought this would be a good idea because Astros fans have been waiting for this. It seems like all offseason, um, nothing's happened. And Hold I know on. we've been waiting for Carantini. Yes, Carantini uh, is the answer. The Astros are going to the World Series now, baby. I mean, you you went from Martin Maldonado to Victor Carantini. This is a big upgrade. Uh, So I think, yeah, I think the Astros can just go and pack up. Uh, You don't need to do the Roll 5 draft. Just go ahead and go home. Uh, Don't worry about the rest of the winter meetings. Just don't worry about the rest of the offseason. You got the the backup catcher you need. World Series. Check it off. Right. I'm kidding. Uh, so yeah, let's go and stop with the thick and, uh, the fat comments. No, this guy is actually a good athlete. And, uh, so I think, uh, if he signed a two-year deal, we don't know the exact, uh, financial, uh, deal, but, uh, we're still waiting for that. But we do know that his slash line was 259, 327, 383 last season for Milwaukee. Uh, he will be the backup catcher to Yiner Diaz. He's not coming here to, um, uh, like what what's going on with center field where uh, all of a sudden Jake Myers is going to be given a chance to be the everyday center fielder. This is not going to be a uh, battle for who's going to be the starting catcher. Uh, this is Yiner Diaz's uh, job. So what uh, Caratini is here for is to be, uh, 
he's probably going to have a guy he's going to catch, whether that be Justin Verlander, Framer Valdez, somebody he's uh, during spring training. He's probably going to develop a relationship with one of these guys. But Geiner Diaz, he's the guy. He, uh, we heard that uh, Joe Spada say that he's going to start uh, working uh, with um, him a lot more exclusively, and he's going to go ahead and start getting him ready to deal, not just work with only one or two pitchers, uh, starting pitchers, but all of them. And he's going to be the guy. And so um, now it's up to what happens next. So if I think you got this guy for between three and four million dollars per year. I think the Astros did a good job. No, I, I I think it's an excellent signing. Like you said, he's got versatility. He doesn't just catch. He plays first base. He's a switch hitter. So he he poses a threat from both sides of the plate. Now, I don't I haven't looked into his splits where he is versus right-handed versus left-handed and back up in a way where where you may get into a matchup where um you don't necessarily need him to catch, but look, you need um Jose Abreu to rest and you need him to play first base. Um you know, you wouldn't have a backup catcher then. Maybe they would sometime during the season carry a third catcher like a Salazar, someone like that, who, hey, Cesar Salazar's hitting home runs and lead them down there in winter ball. So he's actually not batting um, that bad. And, you know, he's a decent catcher. You know, Cesar Salazar is one of the most favorite catchers in our minor league system. So we've got options if we have to have to go to that. But this is just a wise sign and it keeps you under the cap. He's like, He's got versatility. He's a veteran. And all the other guys we were looking at would probably have cost more. And then the ones that would cost less, they're just really budget yeah. budgets and situations. Yeah. And you don't it's want the them. dollar movie bin or maybe the five dollar well, movie. No, bin OK, Walmart. no, I you wouldn't say that. that. Well, OK, I wouldn't say that. OK, um, now what you're paying for him. Yes. But I think what you're going to get out of him, this is more of a. This was this was like one of these good movies that was maybe rated a seven or an eight, but it's just not full price. It used to be like twenty dollars. Now it's selling for ten. Right? It's not. It's not yet in the bargain bin. I think bargain bin is like Austin Hedges. Bargain yeah. bin is lower yeah. than that. Right? No, I'm not saying but, Caratini was. Uh, oh, no, oh, no, you're saying. Oh, you're saying what? What we thought guys. they were getting? Oh, all yeah. the okay. My bad. Yeah, Barnhart. I I think I would have been okay with. Uh, but when I was reading that list from earlier, I'm like, I was like, wah, 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 wah. It's like none of these names were just like giving me any joy. And I'm like, okay, Martin Mono, come back home. <laughs> There's no. just nobody out there. No. When I was reading that list earlier, but then when I, I heard about Victor Caratini, I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. I just I just got the, I, I dude, Apple Watch update. Victor Carantini's deal is worth two years and $12 million. They oh, just paid him. Dude. Holy he crap. He got $6 million per year? He got $6 million per year to be the backup. We just went over the CBT. We're signing somebody, dude. If oh, yeah. Open up the pocketbook. Freaking, we're signing somebody. This is good. This, this could be groundbreaking. The Astros are getting Shohei Otani. Okay, maybe I overshot a little bit. Dang it. Um, okay, you're going in timeout. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Brett just went in timeout. <laughs> but I'm not muted. <laughs> okay, right. Yamamoto. Yes, I love this. Yamamoto, let's go. 
Let's go, baby. Yes. No, if if you think about it, this is actually not an overpay. I mean, I was thinking, but after I said the Ooh. three million, I thought there's a lot of teams interested in catching right now. And if Caratini was the best of the backup catchers, then you probably had to give him a lot more money. So, uh, yeah, I think six million per year is probably a good deal. So I love this guy. Hold on. Gunsmoke, keep your eyes on the sparrow. <laughs> this guy tonight. Let me see what Spotrack says. He's worth six million rather. Oh, I'm not gonna put that up there. We missed out on Tucker Barnhart sweepstakes. Yes, we did, Paige. Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. Give me so. Snell. Give me Snell. I can't put that up there. It's got the D word. I can't put that up on the screen. <laughs> so Eric, but it, I mean, isn't that what it means that we're going over? If we're going over. It depends on then, uh, what happens, uh, like uh, during the arbitration. Are we going to make it? Does that do? Does that mean Presley's going to be traded? Is that does that mean that that smoke that we talked about Presley being traded and getting Jordan Hicks? It could be somebody. Uh, maybe it's even Jose or Kitty. Somebody like that gets traded. It, uh, wow. I, it sounds like Jake Myers is here to stay. They're not going to uh, trade him because uh, he is the center fielder of the future. So the market value for okay who's 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 the center fielder of the future? Um, so you yeah. know what, I will based on uh, Spotrack, his mm -hmm. um, Victor Caratini's um, market value is three million. So I was right based on what Spotrack says, and so he was worth a two-year deal at six point, uh, basically two million dollars. So the Astros, because of the demand for backup catchers right now, they had to outbid everybody. So that's what, that's what the market is right now. But I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's an overpay, Eric, because no, it's not. I mean, this is why it's great having a great catcher and a good backup catcher versus a declining former good catcher or former great catcher and a kid that should be starting almost every game. You know what I'm saying? That kid that should be starting now is going to be starting Yiner Diaz. And you know, what's interesting. Did, did you notice Dana Brown's comments today? He said, what? Dana Brown can handle knows how to handle a staff. And I'm like, hold up. But Dusty Baker talked about how he could. Does Pato, you mean? Staff. No, Dana, Dana, Brown Brown. Dana Brown said that today. Or maybe, I don't Spotty? know, maybe it's, no, no, okay. the catcher, no. Dana Brown said Yiner Diaz knows how okay. to handle a pitching staff. Okay. Remember when Dusty told us, well, he's not ready to oh, yeah, handle yeah, the yeah. pitching staff? Remember that? And someone goes, oh, now all of a sudden, voila, he can handle the pitching staff? And I'm like, look, dude, I, I just – it, it it was very weird and archaic the way that Dusty did handle that. And I, I'm not trying to like rain on his parade or anything, but there's starting to be some things to come out that maybe I was like blinded to or naive to. And I, I just, I still to this day cannot figure out why the heck he didn't play Diaz more. I mean, it's a moot point. Like it's neither here nor there now. It doesn't make a difference. I'm not going to change anything, but now Yiner gets to be the man. Yanner gets to be in that place that he deserves to be. And you get a backup catcher who he's probably going to respect. And that's going to be a great thing. 
Yes. Um, so last year, Jose Urquidy made uh, $3 million. Um, I don't have how much he's projected to make this year. I want to say it's like $5 million or something. So um, if you do trade him, that'll open some salary. But it's not going to be the same as if you're going to trade somebody like Alex Bregman, which the Astros are not. He is the pillar, one of the pillars of the Astros organization. That's what Dana Brown said. So, mm-hmm. um, but the Astros have the backup catcher, and it's not just uh, Eric uh, Eric Kratz type player. Remember when the Astros had Eric Kratz or just somebody that just um, just somebody that's there. This is a guy that okay. can make an impact. So this just in, and I just wanted to confirm it before I said it. Okay, number one, Rio Nuances says, can Brian Abreu um, replace Presley? Yes, he could be the closer. Um, this just – actually, an hour ago, I didn't even see it. Free agent reliever Phil Maton, close to an agreement with the Cardinals yes. per source. Okay, I didn't know that. So Maton is gone. Um, next will probably be someone like Nary's. Um, someone says Montero needs to go. <laughs> Poor Montero. That dude can't have a good four months and people still think he's good. Oh man. But look, this is this is a this is a thing. Um, you know, this is what we're looking for. So what now is going to fall in place? And when Dana said yes, we're working. So it was funny. Chandler asked Dana Brown today. He goes, So are y'all prioritizing um a what do you say? Are y'all prioritizing a trade or a free agent. He goes, we're prioritizing both. Right. It's like, which one is more, more important? He goes, they're both important. So like Dana wasn't giving them anything. Um, and you know, that's, that's how the Astros roll, man. Close to the vest. They don't, they don't give up their, they don't show their hand at the card table. And I think that's a smart baseball move. So Eric, do you think, like this whole Presley thing to me is coming out of left field. Like I, I didn't even think this was a possibility, but if you bring in a Jordan Hicks and you have Brian Abreu, do you have a conversation with Brian Abreu before you make a move like this and say, Hey, are you ready to step into this role? Cause remember two years ago, you came in from spring training, you were overweight and you were out of shape. Like, are, are you ready to do this? Cause I don't think they'll, ha- they'll say that, but I know what you're saying. Well, no, that's, I would say that. If if I'm about to listen, if I'm about to trade an elite closer and put you, Eric, in a role that I know you can handle, but I need to know if you got it here between the ears. I'm gonna say you remember two years ago when you came in and you you, you disappointed us and you actually lost some games right. for us. I need to know that Brian Abreu doesn't exist anymore because last year you were excellent. Can you be better than you were last year? Because we've got some things on the table and we can't make these moves without knowing that you're all in. I don't know if clubs have those conversations, but that's what I would think you would want to know. I mean, and you would have to have that temperature from him. So again, we're speculating. We don't know anything about this. So, and we've gone a lot longer than we wanted to, but this is great stuff to talk about. Uh, this was um, Mike asked, um, was that uh, when did Brian Bray come in spring training overweight? This was back in 2020 or 2021 this i think was, it was 2020 or 2021 he he came it was during back. The, the covid season I okay it was covid season he he basically came back and he wasn't in shape he wasn't he, he didn't have a good year and maybe it was 2020 but i i remember that and yeah. because even back then they were talking about this guy being a starter eventually yeah and now he's a back-end guy now he's probably going to be the closer soon so who knows Yes. So I think that um, 
if the Astros did that because um, Presley does have the, um, I think it's the option for 2025 as well. So uh, if he hits a certain amount of innings, uh, I think it's, uh, so I would hate, just like you wouldn't trade Alex Bregman. I don't see them trading Ryan Presley. Uh, so, and to answer your question, yes, I think they would have that conversation. But at the same time, if you're breeding in Jordan Hicks, I think he would have to be involved in that conversation as well because he, part of him signing here would possibly to be as a closer as well. So I think that that would be part of the discussion too. So, um, I'm going to say that there's probably a 10% chance that Ryan Presley gets traded. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but I just don't see it happening. So uh, maybe that's just me being biased. But I, after what Dana Brown said, I just don't see them trading a big piece of the Astros puzzle if they want to win. And he wants to win. He's not coming right. in here to trade big pieces away and – then get uh, then Jim Crane looks at him and like, dude, what happened? Why aren't we winning? He's here to win, right? And Victor Carantini is another reason why they're going to win in 2024. Because instead of having Martin Maldonado, who has regressed, now you have somebody that can play defense that can hit a little bit. He's got a little bit better offensive ability, maybe not as much homer ability as Martin Maldonado did, but he can make a little bit better uh, all-around contact. Right. And look, um, because people are asking about different guys like Jordan Montgomery, have they signed? Look, here's the deal. You won't expect to see, don't expect to see any big pitchers, Snell, Montgomery, these guys sign, I think, until Shohei Otani signs. They're waiting to see, they're waiting for that shoe to drop. When that shoe drops, then they can compare their guy to the highest paid guy. Because if you lowball your guy and Otani gets 500 and something, even though he may not be pitching next year, that's what they're waiting for. And that's why I think it's kind of lame. I was sitting back waiting for Otani, twiddling his sums. You don't know the name of my, I just, it's kind of like, oh, come on, Otani. That's, that's not a good look for you. It's not a good look for the league. Um, the winter meetings have kind of stunk this year. He has spoken. Ken Rosenthal, he. What do you say? It is official. Two years, twelve million dollars. So that is the well, yeah. That's word. that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It was but from earlier. Ken Rosenthal. Oh. Who cares about everybody else? Ken Rosenthal is the word in baseball. <laughs> right. Well, so we don't know if the Phil Maton stuff is true. Right. But we are hearing rumors that he's going to be signing in St. Louis. Um, I can't find any big name credible guys. I see a few of them. A couple of them were definitely dummy accounts when I was looking through X, but a couple of them seemed legitimate. But the, it, it's a rumor right now of what's going around. Right. Again, Jordan Hicks is a rumor. We don't know. Presley, we're totally speculating. We're not saying anything on the show right now. Alex Verdugo going to the Yankees. Uh, so the more that beard he's going to look. Oh, yeah. Is that what? What is he going to look weird? Like? Yeah. Weird, uh, so also, does that take them out of Juan Soto uh, sweepstakes or does that make them want to get him a little bit more? The Yankees so, are never getting Juan Soto, dude. They're not getting Juan Soto. And Juan Soto is going to be the next big free agent. So if the next team, if the team that trades for him does not extend him, 
he's going to be big for agent next year. So guys, that's all we got for this special edition. Welcome to Houston, Victor Caratini. We are excited to have you. And that's all we got. My name is Eric. He's Brett Chancy, and we are the Lockdown Astros Podcast. Go Strips. See you tomorrow.